I'm Lior Phillips, host of This Must Be The Gig. We're a weekly podcast that documents everything about the world of live music. Speaking with choreographers, costume and set designers, the people who run beloved venues and festivals, and, of course, speaking with musicians about that one gig that changed their lives. Get your peek behind the curtain at consequenceofsound.net, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to Consequence of Sound, the podcast. This feed is home to all your favorite Consequence of Sound editorial content turned into bite-sized podcasts for the music fan on the go who wants to stay in the know. Most often, it's home to album reviews as well as features like track-by-track and artist interviews. Well, Lollapalooza just happened, and as a result, we've got a whole host of artist interviews from on-site at Lollapalooza. So join us as we discuss the history of this revered festival and defining performances with artists old and new to the Lollapalooza stage. We are back live at Lollapalooza with Consequence of Sound on the evening of day three here on a hot Saturday night. And joining me uh, is Bones UK. Hey, would, hey. Uh, hey would you uh, care to introduce yourselves for my, us? Okay, my name's Rosie. And I'm Carmen. And we're Bones UK. Awesome. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we really appreciate it. We are uh, stoked to talk to you. And I have a, a simple question uh, for, right off the bat, and I think it's one that, that you know, has been, I've been uh, pouring over it, you know, sort of all day. I know you, uh, I've seen you guys describe your sound as future rock. What does that mean to you? Okay, so rock and roll. So when we started the, we started the band, we wanted to be, we're a rock band. But we wanted rock and roll that moves people, that makes people dance. And that's something which, like, you know, you can kind of bop your head, you can mosh to rock and roll. We wanted to combine the kind of, like, you know, the modern influence, the dance music influences with the with the rock and roll kind of heart. So the whole thing for us about, about future rock is it's something you've never heard before. It's like rock and roll that makes you dance like you're listening to club music. And it's the only reason why we describe it as future rock is because we don't feel like we've heard it before. We don't, but maybe other people have. You might dispute that. That's okay too. <laughs> no, I think it's a very evocative uh, way to put yeah. it, and I think it's I think it, it matches pretty well. How did it uh, How did it play today at Lollapalooza? I know you guys very have played well. already. Yeah? Sick. It was so good. Like you know, we were on. It's our first. You know, we just did this, and we were so worried there wasn't gonna be anyone there. But there was shit, loads of people there. So first of all, loads of people there. <laughs> there was loads of people there. And it was amazing. It was so fun. It's it even great. it's even more impressive if you're able to get people to dance in like the middle of the like Dude. oppressive afternoon heat yeah. that they've had here. Yeah. Luckily, the BMI stage was like kind of shaded. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that like played in our favor. Everyone's just like, but they were seeking shade or listening to our band. There we were people we dancing. Didn't care. <laughs> you know, either way. So uh, I mean, I guess the heat is something you guys have gotten used to a little bit. You're now based in Los Angeles, yeah. right? Correct. Yeah. But you formed, you started playing together. In London, and I, uh, I have to ask, like, what made you decide to to make? That's a big move. Like, what made you decide to make that move? Vitamin D. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, and I guess like, what have been like, going off of that a little bit? Like, what have been some of the like pros and cons of like relocating like that? Because again, that's like a that's big a pretty move. big step. Yeah, it's a big move. Yeah, uh, we I don't know. We I'm from London. Carmen lived in London for a long time. We we just needed a change, man. I like like London music scene is incredible. But LA, we've been there for a year and it's done as well. And quite seriously, it was because of the weather. 
and, and <laughs> change. We want to change. change. You know, we wanted to start this band, and a, a lot of people say that our sounds kind of more conducive with the American audience. So that was really fun for us to kind of get involved with that, and it seems to be going quite well. So that's good. So we feel like it's paying off. Might as well give it a go. Sure. Yeah. And it's I, hot. <laughs> I've always said that, like, I, I didn't, I didn't expect to like Los Angeles as much as I did when I first I went know. there. You know, like, yeah. Um, it's a grower, not a shower. What? <laughs> what? Um, just, I guess, like, to, to keep going on that a little bit. Like, what are some of your favorite like LA, LA music Haunt. spots? Harvard uh, and Stone yeah. has a good um, old fashioned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, where's the best? What's that place? That that like kids place that we went to? Oh, that place we played. Madame Sayan's really Madame cool. Madame Sayan, it's like a hidden. Freaking cool because we, we did our, our um creature launch. A creature launch there, and that's a really vibey place. We did it all up like an underground bunker, and it was quite. It was really cool. We did it with Rock Night out. Yeah, they're cool. cool. There's so many hidden gems in LA. Like it's about. I mean, sometimes the sound system doesn't quite support what we do, but sometimes we like going to Delilah. Which is different, but then there's um, Harvard and Stone. What else? So you're, you're saying like you're you're ready to say it right yeah. now? London, London beat or uh, LA beats London, huh? Yeah. <laughs> For the time being. So I've also <laughs> seen like I've I've read some of the uh, uh, you know the other interviews that you've done around, yeah. uh, and I know that you you've talked about sort of the um, and this ties into the the future rock concept as well. I think the the changing concept of like what it means to be. A rock star yeah. and what that you know what that means for yeah. you so I guess what does like being a rock star mean in 2018 and then also like how do you define like success or like stardom for yourself well for us this is something we've spoken about like, three times today but the, for me at the moment this big thing which I've got on is like it's not about the destination it's about the journey and there's a lot of people that like all they focus on is like the destination and like if I'm not like number one in the charts by next month then I'm gonna be a failure and that means I haven't done well and it's like lots of people put these huge expectations on themselves and because of reality TV and stuff it's like if you're not super famous you're not successful whereas for us what the most important thing is the journey man and like in like enjoying every step of that journey and being a rock and roll star is just you know, making a living out of music, number one. That's enough. <laughs> Good God. The fact that we can pay our rent out of making music, that's wild to us. Like, that's insane. You know, and, and just enjoying every moment that we have, enjoying this, enjoying the catering, enjoying meeting bands. That's the important stuff. It's not about worrying and sleepless nights, uh, you know, waking, you know, not being able to sleep, being like, God, I, oh my God, if I don't make it next year, I'm going to be a failure. It's not about that for us. It's about enjoying being in a band and having fun with your sister and, you know, and all the great things that go with that, meeting incredible people like you guys, and you know, it's all these beautiful things that lots of people forget to appreciate. You know, remember to smell the flowers. Like it's all of those yeah. things. There's that whole idea of like being present. Oh, that being I feel like people present. About people a lot. Yeah. don't get that anyway. It's like people are so focused on the goal, you know, the the end thing. They just forget about all this stuff, and then you wake and this up. This is the fun part. And then that the end game doesn't work out, and you're like, oh god, what the hell? Oh, I just, you know, it's like enjoy every moment, whatever happens. We don't know. The music industry is so wonky. We have no idea what's going to happen. Let's just enjoy every minute. Let's get a you know a tequila and have fun. Going back a couple years, I guess I noticed. Uh, I know that you guys uh, shared writing credits on Jeff Beck's mm. last record. How did that uh, collaboration come about? And what was he like as a creative partner and somebody to work with? So Jeff came. Jeff came. Karma met Jeff at Roger Taylor's birthday party, and she said, "Come and see Bones play." So then Jeff turns up to like the second Bones gig we've ever played, which is wild. So it's like my mum and like you know like four mates in this pub in Camden and a dog, 
and it's like Jeff Beck's coming, this is insane. So he actually turns up and watches the gig and then he takes us out for an Indian meal afterwards. He's like, listen guys, I like blown away. It was it was like, mate, it was like better when I better, the same as I felt when I first saw Led Zeppelin play. We were like, shut up, Jeff, this is stupid. Just just shush. This is what. So anyway, so he then takes us to his house. He said he's got this tour book where he's playing Hollywood Bowl. Uh, with Buddy Guy touring Buddy Guy Hollywood Bowl Madison Square Gardens and he needs an album to be written for it he then asks us to write the album with him so we like then go and set out we've got like two months to write this record with him he wants me to sing on every song he wants Carmen to write the songs with us like you know me we're all writing these songs together so we then have to work out how we're going to do this what we're going to talk about we had two months to do it and we wrote this album and then went on tour with Jeff and that's it. Yeah, it <laughs> so it was wild. It's like we kept feeling like every time we were on tour, we were like, this is like if someone won a competition, like, go on tour with Jeff Beck. We're like, I don't know how this happens. So we kind of put bones on hiatus for like a year to do that. But, you know, we went, we toured Japan, we did all these amazing things, and it was wild. And we wrote the album. No, that album is basically like bones with Jeff playing. It's like our producer produced it. Our, me and Carmen wrote the songs with him. So it's like you know, it's Bones with Jeff playing. So it was, it was, it was a wild yeah. one. It's almost like a backdoor debut. It was literally, yeah. it was wild. So, but he's incredible. He's like our dad. And now. even to give us like the opportunity to do that is just insane. You know, he doesn't need to do that. Like he's like, you know, he's such a legend in his own right. He could so easily be like, I'm going to make another instrumental album, and then I'll just continue. But to take a chance and two little girls who were just like rocking out in Camden, and just what like the hell? Watching him play every night is just insane. Wild. <laughs> so that was a trip. But he's incredible. He's, you know, his guitar playing is still as good as it ever was. He's such a nice guy. You know, he's like a dad to us. And we go over for Christmas to his. Like, you know, it's like, it's very beautiful. Very lucky. <laughs> so speaking of like, I mean, that's that's obviously one big name. Another big name that um, has you know been uh, associated with you guys recently is uh, David Bowie. Of course, you did the big yeah. Bowie cover for the um, yeah the the Howard Stern uh-huh. uh, tribute show. Uh, I guess a couple, you know, two-part question, like, uh, if, if, if either one of you, what are your favorite um, Bowie albums? And also, like, what era of Bowie do Ooh. you do you best, like, identify with? Because they're so, you know, he's so different and went through so many I sort like, of changes. Ziggy. I, like, couldn't possibly pick. I think I know that sounds lame and, like, a cop-out, but I think the whole thing about Bowie is that there's such brilliant moments from each era. It's like you have to look at his life as a whole. You can never be like, that was my favorite. Like I love, and, and the fact that he's now not no longer with us, you do kind of look at his whole life as this amazing thing, and it, there's so many beautiful moments in each era that it's like I just see his whole life as a beautiful moment. I just remember um, "Changes" was a big song for me because he um, every time like, as a kid moved country, that's the song the parents would play on on the jukebox or whatever, just so we get used to changing. Oh wow. <laughs> That's, that's a really like sweet memory. That's a sweet moment. Um, so I also want to talk real quick um, about uh, y'all's name because I, I was actually really surprised when um, I read the name and then read you know sort of your history that I was kind of shocked that that name hadn't been taken. Yeah, already. it has been it taken. Has. Oh, it has, has been it? Taken. Okay. So is so that like is that man. why you added the UK? Is yeah. That... There's also the TV show. Sure. So we have a nightmare, like we we pick, well it's not a nightmare, but we pick we pick the name Bones and we're like, it's okay, we're going to be like the most successful Bones, it'll be fine, and we're able to find us, which we will be, but I still in the meanwhile, it's tricky, there's a rapper called Bones, um, he's, great, he's amazing, he's but he's very different, uh, he's very different style, we didn't know about him before we came to America, we had no idea he existed, and this was, oh, there's this rapper, no idea, so as soon as that, as soon as you, we knew he existed, we changed it to Bones UK, it's very hard to Google us, which is a nightmare, but you know, whatever. 
We really like the name. And I also feel like that's sort of, there's like a grand tradition of that. I feel like there's a lot of bands from, from the UK that have had to sort of add that, like, yeah, the, like the, the, Engl- the English beat or like the London suede yeah. or like, you know, that kind of stuff. It's like, okay, and it says where we're from. You're in good company, yeah. Um, and then also, like, just in thinking about this name, like, um, you know, Bones, you know, kind of, it's kind of a spooky name. It's got a yeah. little bit of a, a sort of a, a horror connotation to it. And we love, you know, we love horror movies so here at COS. Oh, great. So, uh, then you're going to be all into this next question. Um, are yeah, are so are you big? You are big fans of. Horror I'm not films, like yeah. I'm not like I don't, I don't want you to like test me because I because yeah. I've recently oh, no. started. I've right. started like yeah. She hates I can't. It. I can't. She's too much. scared. But I'm like because you're going to be like, what's your favorite character in there? Which which you yeah, now? Okay. I'm not like a, like I like horror films, but yeah. I'm not. I don't try and test me on it. Well, no. But what's, so what's your what, what's your go-to horror? Movie? I love. There's so many different kinds. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I like lots of different. I'm scared yeah. to say because I feel like if I scare one, you could be like, "That's bullshit." I hate that one. Absolutely not. There's like, no no, no judgment at this. I website. like. There's so many that I love. <laughs> so many that I love. You know, I like. I watched. We watched Sixth Sense recently, and fucking thought that was incredible. I didn't watch it. She was too scared, which I haven't seen in ages. Love. I really like. Really like 21, 28 Days Later. Like that's one of my favorite ones in the entire universe. Like like that kind of grit and stuff and that English thing. I love. Yeah. That's one of my top ones. Um, but there's loads. I'm very much into all of them. There was some really good, like, I feel like around that time especially, there was some really, really good, like, English, good. English zombie yeah. movies. That and, like, Shaun of the Dead. Like. Yes, and that juxtaposition between, like, being, like, very gritty and real and then, like, horror was a really great thing. So, yeah, I love that. Yeah, that definitely that had that, like, that big moment, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, I agree. A few years back. I agree. Um, it's been so nice to talk to you all. Sure, Thank you for you sitting in. We, uh, we're so glad to make your acquaintance. Oh, us so, too. Thank you yeah. so much for talking to us. <laughs> all right. So this has been uh, Tyler Clark for Consequence of Sound here with uh, the members of Bones Hi. UK. All right. And we will talk to you hopefully soon again. Yes, please. Stay tuned for more artist interviews from Lollapalooza all week long. And if you enjoyed this episode... Please let us know via Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. On Apple Podcasts, you can hop on, leave us a five-star review, and if you got some thoughts to share with us, why not write us a review? And on Podchaser, you can not only rate and review this series, Consequence of Sound, but you could also rate and review this specific episode. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you very soon with an all-new episode of Consequence of Sound. Consequence Podcast Network.